1: What's up family? What's good? Hey. Well y'all looking all sad. Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah man, everybody's running late.
2: Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it.
1: Oh they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it.
2: They better make it because we've got a lot to do
0: you <laughs> yeah
2: Ah, yes, yes, and yes. Welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Learners Lounge Thursday. Thank you guys for listening with us as we change the song. Starting next week, we're gonna have all brand new songs as the intro song. So be ready for some new gospel. But you just heard Change Me, Oh God by Gospel Grace Tamil Man. Some of you know her from the Medea movies as Cora. Um, but she actually gotta start with thank Bank and the New Nation family back in the 90s. So praise God for change me because we all need the Lord to change us daily. Now this is, I coined the phrase for our Thursday night. It's called Learner's Lounge so Thursday. And you might say, well, what is a Learner's Lounge? Well, every Thursday, the doctor is in, Dr. Bishop Optimore, he's in the Aqua Valley Studio. And guess what he's doing for you guys? And me, he's teaching us. We are learning from the words of God. That's why it's called Learner's Lounge. Now tonight, I am truly, absolutely elated, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, like a week ago, the end of June, I told you guys we celebrated 11 years on the radio station. We did. I'm very proud for that. 11 years strong. But we were trying to get to 51,000 because you know we always trying to climb. And I can greatly, greatly say today we hit. 51,015 active listeners across 67 countries around the world. So I'm grateful, 67 countries around the world, 51,015 listeners. Thank you, Jesus, that we are meeting the milestone in our little segment. You might think that's not a lot, but when you preach in the word of God and you can reach those people, that is amazing because God's word is the only thing that's going to last. Everything else will fade away, but his word is the only thing that's going to last, just like his word changes not. God is the same God yesterday, he's the same God today. he'll be the same God tomorrow, and in the future he's always going to be the same. He's never changed since he since his creation of the world he's not changed, not a day. and if you don't know God, now it's time to learn. Learn Islam. Thursday, you get to learn about his goodness and his mercy and his everlasting merit, unmerited favor because every day you wake up, God gave you his unmerited favor. I'm telling you, every day you open your eyes, God gave his unmerited favor on your life because he has another purpose for you. He has something for you to do. And I always told you guys, God has a destination for you. And if you want to get on that train and you want to know where your final destination is going to be, well, pray about it. You can pray to God. You can talk to God for yourself on your prayer closet. It don't have to be a literal closet. It could be in your mind. You could take a moment in time in the day and in your mind. You don't even have to say it out loud if you don't want to because God can hear your inner thoughts. And before you say, well, he might can hear me, let me tell you, before you even think about what you're going to tell him, he knew before it before you were even in your mother's womb, that you would have that moment in space and time with them. Like right now, before I was in my mother's womb, the Lord knew that July 15, 2021, at nine forty two p.m., I will be telling you guys everything I'm saying right now, the Lord already knew before he put me in my mother's womb to send me down here. And I'm grateful every day I wake up. Let me tell you, all first and foremost, I thank God for my wake-up. I also thank God for this radio station and this opportunity to bring to you the words of God. I'm not the preacher or the teacher or the minister, but I am so blessed that I get to sit in the studio and listen and learn like you guys get to listen and learn. So I'm learning too, and it is always a blessing for you guys. We are thanking every sponsor who sponsored us for the last 11 years. you Talk Radio is the number one sponsor. They pushed our show to everybody else all over the planet, so we are grateful. To all of you who call in weekly, thank you. Everybody who shares our show, thank you. If you're ready land in the 67 countries, but you can't dial the phone number because you're not United States, thank you. Because of you, we're going to keep doing the show, because if God gives us the ability and the strength to do this show, and he gives us the space to come on, we're going to come on, whether we have one listener or a 1,000 listeners. We're going to come on and we're going to bring you God's word the way it needs to be brought, the truth and nothing but the truth, the unadulterated gospel like God is giving it to Dr. Moore. He's going to present it to us. So we are so grateful. And now it is time for the best part of Learn Islam's story. Set. So get out your pencils, your notepads, your Bibles if you have it. If you don't, listen in because it's time to learn. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in for learners' lounge Thursday, and he will be teaching us now. Praise God, everybody!
1: God bless you in Radio Land. God bless, Amen. My daughter tonight, as I always say, for bringing us on, and always, Amen. Have some encouraging words to God, peoples. We're so grateful tonight, Amen, is to be able. Just one more time, amen, is to come back on air, amen, is to give you the word of God tonight. We, amen, we are so grateful, amen, that one day the Lord, amen, looked down upon me and called me out of my sins and brought me into this marvel light. And ever since then, amen, I've been trying to share this light of the gospel with somebody, And God has blessed us to be on this radio, amen, that it can reach to the utmost part of the earth, and we are just so elated about that tonight. God bless you, we're going to get into the Word of God tonight. I'm going to call your attention tonight, amen, to the book of 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter, verse 1 through 6, and 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, 1 through 9. Put your spiritually clothes on tonight, and let's listen to the Word of God and ask God to open up our understanding that we might understand the Scripture. Apostle Paul is talking to us tonight, amen, from 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verse 1. He says, But of that time and season, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you, for yourself us perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction is coming upon them. As travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day shall overtake you, and the thief. You are all the children of light and the children of day. We are not of the night, nor of the darkness. Wherefore, let us not sleep and do others. But let us watch and be sober. Second Thessalonians 2 1 and 9 says Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by words nor by letters as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that they shall not come except there come a fallen away first, and that the man of sin be revealed, the son of prediction, who opposeth and exalt himself above all that is called God, or that is is worshipped, so that he has God, he sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know what was holiest that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. And only he Who now let us will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall the wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him who cometh is after the works of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Read you the entire Amen. First Thessalonians five through six and second Thessalonians two one through nine. And we want you you know, amen, we're living in the last days, and the writer is encouraging us, amen, is to be alert. Be alert. So many of us amen is not alert. We are spiritually asleep. And we do not realize, amen, that Jesus' coming is right at hand. Let us not be, amen, like the five foolish. They got careless on their way and they didn't have oil in their vessels. Because they felt like the urging of Jesus was not nigh to come. And they slumbered and they slept and they just they, they was not alert anymore. In which I can see, amen, that same drama, amen, is up on us today. We're gone and we've done our daily choice. And we casually praise the Lord sometime, and we think about him. But we ain't real sincere. He said, but of that time and season, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourself will perfectly that the day of the Lord is so coming as a thief. I'm afraid, amen, all of us is caught off of God when the thief strikes. Because we was not expecting that thief to come. And that is how the day of the Lord is coming. And Paul is warning us when they are saying that the states and the universe is basically at peace and we have all things, amen, commonly and everything is well. Don't believe that. Society is just running on schedule as it's supposed to. And everything is looking up. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. For when they shall have peace and safety, then sudden destruction is coming upon them as travail upon a woman with a child. And they shall not escape. It's a time that's coming, my beloved. Jesus has forewarned us and let us know that this time is coming. And many have fell asleep. And their eyes were not open. But Jesus came upon them as a thief in the night. And they done died, and they didn't go into glory because they was careless. They didn't deny themselves. They didn't have time, really, to give to Jesus. Satan deceived them. put a blind folk over the experience The eye that they couldn't see Allow them amen to live In this world that we in When Jesus amen Told us Love not the world And neither little the things that are in it If any man loves the world He said the love of the father Is not in him But look today look, look, look around you How many Christians Really admirably? is sincerely about Jesus Christ. I'll let you answer that. First, we know Jesus Christ is coming again. I hope you really believe that. I really hope you can believe that Jesus is coming again and he promised he would and we have faith in him that he is going to come back again. Second, we know that many signs of the last days it reveals the nearness of the Lord's return when one considers the signs of the end times, it is clearly that we live in in the last days. If you just look around, you, if you look around at life, you look around at how people that live in life, it ought to let you know that And compared with the word of God that Jesus is soon to come. I know you go back in your mind and say, that's been over 2,000 years ago when Jesus said that he was going to return and he haven't returned yet. Thank God that he have not returned yet. It is by his love and his mercy that he's withholding, amen, not to return because there are so many. It's not discerning the signs of time. When individuals get caught up in trying to pinpoint the exact final time of Christ, they make a the great mistake. No man knows the album. No man knows the minute when the Son of Man is going to come. We just don't know that. The coming of of the Lord is the time is unknown. We know, amen, by the signs of time, amen, that Jesus is coming, but we don't know exactly when that he's coming. We know he's coming close. We know by the signs of time. But we don't try to predict days, and months, and hours. No man knows that but the Lord himself. These events are certain. And the children alike are aware of the time. This is, amen, the children that have really devoted themselves to the Lord. And they really, amen, see what's going on around them. And it's hard to say, man, it's heartbreaking to say, that ain't too many. Broadway is crowded. But you're going to see a traveler every now and then traveling up this way. Broadway is crowded. They have church on their lips, but their heart is far from him. Prophecy regarding the days of the Lord. Apostasy will come, false crisis, false prophets, and the crisis will come. The mystery of iniquity already works. Delusion shall deceive the wicked. The force of preventing evil, amen, the only thing is preventing evil in our days is the Holy Spirit. Thank God, amen, that he left the Holy Spirit here and we can receive the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing, amen, that is preventing evil in our life. Behold, he come with the cloud. Jesus left you on a cloud, and he's coming back on a cloud. Behold, he come with the cloud, and every eye shall see him. It will be, amen, no excuse that Jesus, when he come, everybody going to see him. Every eye, every eye going to see him. And they which also pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth, they're going to moan because of him. Even so, amen, he says, I am the Alpha, and I am the Omega, I'm the beginning and I'm the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was at which he is to come, I'm the Almighty. Amen. Revelation 1, 7 and 8. Everybody going to see him. Everybody going to know that Jesus that hung on Calvary. Everybody going to remember that we have a responsibility that we're going to have to engage in is to go back with Jesus. We are not good enough, amen, by just being here on earth. Jesus plainly told us, amen. In John uh, 3 and 16, a man must be born again, a man, a man, a woman. They got to be changed in order to go back with Jesus. You can't continue to live a sinful life and say, I love the Lord. But change will have to come in your life. Almost 2,000 years has passed since the ascending of Jesus. Amen, yet the promise of his return is alive and is verving in the heart of the uh, apostles' believers, those, amen, that is under the apostle doctrine, Jesus Christ being our cornerstone, we are looking for Jesus to come. I don't mean sometimes. I mean every day of our lives. We are looking for Jesus to come. Now more than ever, the bride looks expectantly for the bridegroom to return. The bride is looking for the bridegroom, is a return. Just as Jesus ascended into heaven in a cloud, he will descend from heaven upon a cloud, and every eye shall see him, those who have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ and have made themselves ready. You've got to be ready. You've got to be ready to go back with him. Because if he comes right now, and you are not ready, you're not going back with him. And what I mean, if death was to come and snatch you out of this world right now, and you have not repented of your sin, and you have not tried to live a righteous life on this world at this present time, you ain't ready. He will be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. There's just going to be a change of an atmosphere. The Lord don't know, amen. When we be caught up, it's just going to be a quick change. We're going to be in another atmosphere, a more heavenly atmosphere than, amen, this earthly atmosphere that we are in. Uh, those who are unprepared will cry out in anguish and fear because of the coming of this destruction. Those that are not ready, go, amen. Don't let that catch you. Don't think the Lord is playing. When he say he's coming back, he's coming. When he tells you and I is to be ready, we must be ready. Don't be foolish. You can go on and say all oh, you want, amen. Then I have nothing changed since, amen, the Lord have come. But, amen, let me tell you, Jesus is coming. Malachi, he prophesied, Elijah will come before the great and dreadful day of the Lord and will call the people of Israel to repent. You see, amen, if there is ever a thing in our land that we need today, we need repentance. The preachers need to teach the people how to repent. Repent. Come godly sorry of your sin. Make a change. Repent. Don't repent and, 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 and then get up and, be, and do the same thing you were done before you repented. That's not true repentance. The day of the Lord will come. The day of the Lord will come, and would the day of the Lord, uh, and would call the peoples of Israel to repent. Through repentance, they could escape the destruction God would bring up on the earth. Amen. If they were repent, they can escape the destruction. God is going to allow destruction is to come up on this earth. And you and I can be a witness of that right now. God is allowing destruction is to come up on this earth. It may be on a small scale now, but amen, as the closer Jesus comes, the scale is going to get heavier. In Malachi chapter 4, 5, and 6, John the Baptist fulfilled this prophecy and pause by coming in the spirit of the power of Elijah, according to St. Luke one seventeen. However, John himself declared he was not Elijah. In St. John 1, 21 and 23, but Jesus affirmed that when Elijah comes, he would restore all things. Matthew chapter 17 11 and 12. Now it was Moses and Elijah who appeared with Jesus at his transfiguration. When up on the mountain, Peter, James, and John, they beheld the glory of God upon Jesus as he revealed to them the likeness of his coming when he will return the, with power and great glory. Now listen, Moses and Elijah had died. But in the transfiguration, when Jesus changed himself, oh, who appeared? There were Moses and Elijah up here. Dead men coming forward, and Peter and James and John beheld the glory of God upon Jesus Christ. He was not like Amen. He was not like originally. He was when he was walking with them. Amen. They saw the glory of God. Hallelujah. And then they heard a voice. He revealed, amen, them, the likeness of his coming. When he coming, he's coming back in his glory. He's coming back in his glory. My God, my God. And if you are not like him, amen, you can't stand to see him. He's coming in his glory, in his power. Then Moses and Elijah accomplished him with suggesting they are the two witnesses in Zachariah chapter four, eleven and fourteen. It they, is they, they, they suggested that they may be the two witnesses going to stand up on the earth for the word of God. And in Revelation eleven and one, who will stand before the Lord, awaiting the fulfillment of the promise of the prophecy during the second half of Daniel seventeen weeks. When Elijah comes to restore all things, he will prepare the way of the Lord just as John the Baptist did at the first coming of Jesus as Israel Messiah. God got somebody that's going to still stand up for him. In the context, Malachi foretold the coming of Christ. Jesus is coming. And I know you done heard that ever since you were a little boy and a girl, Jesus is coming. Thank God, amen, he allowed you to live this long for you to be a witness for him. He didn't allow you to live just to have pleasure, amen, in this world. But he wants you to bear witness of who he really is. But he says, "But who may abide the day of his coming? Who going to be able to stand when Jesus comes? Who? Who going to abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appear? Who going to be able to stand when he appear? When he come in his glory, who going to be able to stand and look at him?" Jesus let us know in his word, whatsoever he be like, he said, we shall be like him. For he is like a refining fire. Yes, he's, amen, he's like a refining fire. He burns. He burns. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important today in our life. That Holy Spirit burn up every evil thought that lives within us or, or try to come in us. He's a fire. He's a fire all by himself. He's like full of soap. He cleans you. He cleansed you. If you need cleaning, let me tell you, amen, repent, and you're the whole shandalaba. You'll find that Jesus will wash you. Jesus will cleanse you. If your mouth is not right, you can't be straightened. Every time you say something, you're saying something vulgar. amen. God can cleanse you. Listen. Like a refined soap, and he shall sit as a refinder and purify the civil, and he shall purify the son of Levi. He's going to clean them up. He's going to purify them, wash them in his blood, and that, that they may offer unto the Lord an offering of righteousness. God don't clean them up that they can praise him. You can't praise the Lord in your sin. You can't praise the Lord done wrong. you got to be clean. You've got to be clean. I look at, I look amen over the world and around many churches, amen that I't minister It's too many people trying to praise God in their sin. God wants you to be clean first before you can praise him. Malachi chapter three, two and three for behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. It's going to be hot. You think it's hot now. You think some of the little summer heat that we are going through with now, amen, is hot. Listen, the day coming, amen, it's going to burn as an oven. It's going to be hot. Hot. Oh, praise the Lord. And all the proud. All those, amen, is not paying God no attention now. Going on, doing what they want to do, amen. All the proud, yea, and all that do wicked shall be subdued. God gonna get rid of all of that. All of that. All of that that's not paying Him any mind. Just go on and do what I want to do. A change is coming. A change is coming. He's coming as a thief in the night, my beloved. And shall shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Ain't going to leave them nothing. But unto you that fears my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wing and ye shall go forward and grow up as a calf of a staff so amen you that is of the lord god's gonna bless you god's gonna bless you your your time is not being wasted your energy is not being wasted because you don't allow your flesh Amen. Obey your flesh and do the desire of the world. Amen. Your energy is not being wasted. Malachi 4 1 and 2 Those who have been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ and have made themselves ready they will be caught up to be with the Lord in there. Those of us Amen, that have been washed in the the blood. And we'd have made ourselves ready when he come. We don't know what the hour that's going to be. But amen, when he come, we're going to be caught up. And that's letting us know amen that is speaking of the rapture that is to come. the in the preparation for the return of Jesus Christ a believer must pay for deal with the test and tribulation of life now being amen standing here getting ready for Jesus to come we got to go through a test we got to go through tribulation. It's not amen, we just get saved and go to heaven. You're going to be tried right down here on earth. We're going through a test, a tribulation of life. That is, amen, so many things is against us. And we wonder sometimes, Lord, why is all these things is against us? And we serving you the best we know how. Amen. Jesus, amen, says in his word, amen, in this world, in this world, you're going to have trial, And in this world, you going to have tribulation. But be of good encouragement. I have overcome the world. And Jesus letting, letting you know right there, if he overcome the world, what he done, amen, what they done to him, we shall also overcome the world. If he will remain fervent and true to the Lord through every trial. Now I believe we got to Amen, remain fervent and true to the Lord in every trial. Oh, yes, we are being tested every day of our lives. And it's not easy because the flesh don't want to die. Paul says, I crucify the flesh daily. The flesh don't want to die. The flesh want to live. And the flesh don't want to hurt. The flesh don't want to take nothing. Through every trial, the believer is testing in the furnace of affliction. In the punish of affliction. Amen. Believers is going through counsel. Believers, amen, is going through tumors. Believers is going through all kinds of sickness. You're being tested. And many of us, amen, is asking the Lord to remove it. And God will not remove it, amen, because we are being tested. The believers are being tested in the punish of affliction. Amen, we'll refine in him the quality for which the Lord is looking for in his church. God is testing you, amen, to see, amen, how pure he can make you, what kind of quality you will be, amen, in his kingdom. Are you able to stand or are you not? For which the Lord is looking for, in this church, God is looking for a man, uh, some people, some boys, some girls, some young men, and some old men that will go through trials and go through tribulation and then turn around and give him the thanks and the glory for allowing us to go through the suffering. But you know how the flesh is. We are certainly complainers. Oh, my God, we don't want to go through this and we don't want to go through that. But Jesus said, if you suffer with me, you shall also reign with me. Every believer hope is to appear before the Lord. It's got to be pure. It's got to be holy and undefiled by the world. The garment of the chest bride of Christ must be without a spot. A wrinkle. Read Ephesians the fifth chapter and verse twenty-seven. Got to be without a spot or a wrinkle. Read Second Peter three and fourteen. Jesus declared we would face in tribulation in this world. But as true believers, we will overcome. Peter addressed this in 1 Peter 4, 12, 13, and 17. You're going to be tried before you get into heaven. He said, beloved, think it's not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you. I'm talking about to the saints now. Don't think it's strange, amen, when you are going through something. When fiery trials shall try you, as though some strange things had happened unto you, but rejoice in as much as you have been partakers of Christ's suffering. Rejoice, 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 rejoice. When God allows you to live from one day to the other, and your back or your body is wracking with pains, and, and Amen, God could remove them, but He won't remove them. Rejoice, rejoice! Learn to give the Lord praise in your difficultness. That when His glory shall be revealed. Ye may be glad also with exceedingly joy. When his glory, when his glory be revealed. You and then you're going to be glad with exceedingly joy. Because God's going to change this mole to immortality. My God, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed, children. We're going to be changed. For the time is come. Right now it is. Right now, listen to me. The time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. God's going to start judging right at his house where those that say they believe believing in him, they are righteous. God's going to start judging at the house of God. And if it first began at us, which say we write and we love the Lord and we know him, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? What what what's the end gonna be? It's the righteous and it's scarce to make it. Out of all you do, we just scarcely gonna make it in. What do you think the sinner and ungodly gonna appear? First Peter 4, 12, 13, and seventeen. The coming, the coming of the Lord. The Lord is wanting us every day, every day, every day. He's coming. He's coming. The nearness of the coming of the Lord, it compels us to continue in the great commission of preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is what God has designed for the church to do is to preach the gospel. Go into the world and preach the gospel to every nation. That's why I'm here tonight, Amen. I'm here, Amen, trying to do my best, amen, to obey the commission of Jesus is to preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Rebrute, rebuke. Reprove. Exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. Go, go into the world. You preach a lot. Go out into the world. Preach the gospel. Don't preach what you want to preach. Preach the word. Jesus foretold, amen, that the gospel of the kingdom would be preached unto all nations. And then the end of this present age. Uh, this present world is going to come to a, a climax. It's going to come to an end when the word of God is preached everywhere. Matthew 24 and 14. Believe me, amen, we got some people, amen, it's trying to reach, amen, that uh, 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 all over the world they're trying to bring the gospel of Jesus. And when the gospel be brought, the end is going to come. And look at the advancement, amen, that we have now as, as technology has come in. Thank God, amen, you can sit, amen, in your uh, everywhere. God allow you to sit and you can reach all over the world. Technology has allowed a door to be open, amen, that no man is without an excuse. They can hear the word of God. Hearing it is one thing, and obeying it is another thing. But the opportunity is there. I said, the opportunity is there. Behold, Jesus said, "Behold, I stand at the door, and I knock. If any man will open his door, I will come in, and I will serve with him." Jesus is standing there tonight, and he's knocking on many of your doors. You the one got to open the door. Jesus is not going to force the door open. you got to open the door and let him come. The time of unknown. We just don't know. We don't know, amen, when he's coming. In biblical prophecy, it is important, amen, to recognize that the second coming of Jesus Christ will occur. In two events First Jesus will come to catch away Both the living And the dead Now amen When Jesus comes amen As we call the rapture and amen Catch away the living and the dead Everybody will not see him But are going to be a catching away Amen Of the living and the dead who are in Christ Jesus. You're going to have to be in him. No sin is going back to heaven. Or no sin is going into heaven. When there was a man, a ruckus in heaven, amen, between Satan and the Lord God kicked Satan out, ain't no sin going to go into heaven. At this first event, Christ return, Oh my God. He will not sit his feet upon the earth. Rather believer will join him in the air. We're going it's gonna be a quick change. Amen. The believer's gonna join him in the air. The dead in Christ gonna rise first. And we that remain shall be caught up. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, we're going to be changed. We're going up together. What a reunion that's going to be. Which typically refers, amen, to this event as a rapture of uh, the catching away of the church at the time of his second event. However, Christ will return to the earth with the saints. And old saints, amen, that went up with him in the beginning. Christ's going to return with him. Listen, your suffering is not in vain. The saints of God is going to help judge the world. The believers, amen, is going to help judge the world. They're coming back with Jesus. And he will... And he will plant his feet on the Mount of Allah, splitting the mountain in two parts, what a powerful God. Zechariah chapter fourteen and four. We will consider both events of his return. Although we can not know the exact time of his coming. Jesus indicated that when we see the abomination of the desolation in the holy place, the time of his coming will be nigh. The desolation of abomination standing in the holy place. Something that a man God would despise is going to be standing in the place where God's supposed to be at. trying to represent themselves as God. He said, when we see this abomination of the desolation in the holy place, in the time of his coming, he will be nigh. There the time come. Amen. When Satan's going to do just that. He spoke of the terrible tribulation and the signs of heaven that will prefer his appearance in the clouds with power and great glory. Matthew 24, 15 and 33. Just as peoples of Jesus in his day knew the budding leaves on a fig tree, they know, amen, singly, amen, the coming of summer. Slightly, the coming of summer. In the days of Jesus, amen, the people paid attention to the tree, the burden of the tree. And they knew, amen, when summer was coming. They knew, amen, the burden leaves of a fig tree. It signals the coming of summer. Believers in the last day will recognize his coming is nigh when they see the signs coming to pass. We ought to recognize something. You ought to recognize that Jesus is on his way back because you can see the signs of time is coming to pass. What does the Bible mean to most people today? Nothing. What do God mean to most people today? Nothing. Can you see the sign of the coming of Jesus Christ? Then I say to you he said this generation the one that we're living in right now he said this generation shall not pass till all of these things be fulfilled this generation gonna see all of this you you may I may have a chance I may, I may have a chance is to see Jesus coming in the clouds. he said heaven and earth shall pass away' But my words shall not pass away, but of that day in hour knoweth no man, nor the angels in heaven, but my Father only. Watch wherefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. You don't know the hour. You don't know the minute when Jesus is going to come, but Dr. Moore is telling you tonight, be ready. Be ready, church. As you go to sleep at night, make sure that you're repentant of your sins. Make sure you forgive everybody of their wrongness. Be ready. Because you don't know the day or the hour when the Son of Man is going to come. This is Dr. Moore saying, God bless you. We live in the last days, and Jesus is coming.